Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, August 26, 2019. I'm Sarah Lane. Dell unveiled the Latitude 5400 Chromebook Enterprise and Dell Latitude 5300 2-in-1 Chromebook Enterprise. Both laptops will offer 8th Gen Intel processors up to a Core i7, be the first Chromebooks to offer up to 32 gigabytes of memory. Both include enterprise-grade SSDs up to 1 terabyte, and both offer optional LTE connectivity. Year-round 24-7 Dell Pro support and Google's Chrome Enterprise support also available, as is the Google Admin Console for Managing Linux Environments. The Latitude 5400 starts at $699, and the 5300 2-in-1 starts at $819, both available August 27th. A new Canalyst report says that Baidu is now the world's number two vendor of smart speakers after Amazon. Baidu moved past Google to capture 17.3% of the market, with 4.5 million shipments in Q2 of this year, which is 3,700% year-on-year growth. Also interesting, Baidu sells its products exclusively in China, and Google sells its products globally, with the exception of China. Baidu's AI speakers run on an AI platform called Doer OS, and its basic speakers start as low as 89 won, which is about 12 US dollars. In China, Baidu also overtook previous domestic leader Alibaba in Q1 of this year. Amazon still has 25% share of the global market, with 6.6 million shipments in the second quarter. NVIDIA and VMware announced a partnership to allow for virtualization of GPUs, either on-premises or in the cloud via VMware Cloud on AWS. NVIDIA's vCompute server will provide the virtualization framework and is optimized to run on VMware's vSphere. This will allow a single GPU to be shared by multiple users, as well as aggregate GPUs for larger tasks. vCompute server will support NVIDIA's data processing and machine learning libraries called RAPIDS, as well as containerized applications. The FAA published a notice that attaching weapons to drones is a bad idea. Specifically, it warns, quote, perhaps you've seen online photos and videos of drones with attached guns, bombs, fireworks, flamethrowers, and other dangerous items. Do not consider attaching any items such as these to a drone because operating a drone with such an item may result in significant harm to a person and to your bank account, end quote. Those fines can reach $25,000 unless you first apply for FAA authorization and get approval for your drone weaponizing operation. Audible is being sued by seven members of the Association of American Publishers for copyright infringement over its planned rollout of a feature called Audible Captions, which shows the text on screen as a book is narrated. HarperCollins, Penguin Random House, Hachette, Simon & Schuster, and Macmillan all say Audible needs their authorization as copyright holders and only has the right to sell the audiobooks. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced the country will establish a framework to block domains hosting extremist violence or abhorrent violent material during designated crisis events. This would see the creation of a 24-7 crisis coordination center to monitor for online extremist content, with Australia's e-safety commissioner making case-by-case determinations about what to block. Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, Microsoft, Twitter, and ISPs, Telstra, Vodafone, TPG, and Optus are all expected to provide details to the government on how to be in compliance by the end of September. It's unclear how the framework would impact media outlets reporting on such events. In its updated content policy, YouTube will now remove all content with violent or mature themes for videos targeted towards children, either through video titles, descriptions, or tags. Previously, YouTube had put age restrictions on such content. YouTube will now begin removing violating content immediately, but won't issue strikes to channels until 30 days after the policy change. 
Sources tell Krebs on Security that more than 5.3 million accounts belonging to cardholders from 35 U.S. states and posted online came from compromised gas pumps, coffee shops, and restaurants operated by Hy-Vee, a Midwestern supermarket chain based in Des Moines, Iowa, with more than 245 retail locations. Hy-Vee announced on August 14th it was investigating a data breach involving payment processing systems that handle transactions within various stores but said it was too early to tell when the breach began or for how long intruders were inside their systems. Hyvee says it does not believe that the breach affected payment card terminals used by its grocery checkout lanes, its pharmacies, or its convenience stores because those systems use point-to-point encryption to prevent card skimming malware. And finally, NASA officially opened the Aitken supercomputer at the Ames Research Center in Silicon Valley, capable of 3.69 petaflops of theoretical performance. Aitken uses 46,080 second-generation Intel Xeon cores and 221 terabytes of storage. Aitken uses a modular design to save energy and easily expand compute or data storage capabilities, supporting up to 16 additional modules. An earlier prototype was able to save 2 million kilowatt hours of power over 3 million gallons of water in 20 using a similar design. The supercomputer is going to get to work modeling and simulating the entry, descent, and landing to the moon for the Artemis project. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes for all the stories we discussed and links to all headlines there as well. And remember, rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sarah Lane. Thank you for listening and talk to you next time.